Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to Snowbound. I'm George Thomas in Boulder, Colorado. We're on the line with U.S. cross-country ski team member Rosie Brennan. Fresh off a race in Sweden, that was the first of the year. How did it go for you, Rosie? Uh, the race was pretty good. I I would say that it was a solid race. Definitely not my best race and not my worst. So I had a few good things to take away and a few things I'd like to keep working on. Is that sort of the way you like to start off a season? Um, it's not the worst way to start off a season. I, I also have no problem with starting off just, you know, uh, great, like feeling good. I'm, I'm not really terribly scared of that, but I guess more typically you kind of expect to feel, um, you know, have some good parts and some bad parts, just trying to remember like how the process of racing goes and the different things you experience throughout a race. And what was going through your mind as this one was, I mean, how did you feel at the start? Did you feel really, really good? Were you thinking, oh, I don't know, this might not be my day? Um, I, I felt, uh, I guess, fine. I, I didn't feel outstanding or, or I wasn't, I wasn't terrified by feeling horrible or anything. I just felt pretty, pretty average. So knowing that I just went out and tried to kind of think about all the things I'd been working on the summer and just scheme technically very well. Um, and then hoped that my fitness would kind of come through and, and push me along <laughs> all the way to the finish. So. And what did you take away most positive from the event? Um, I think that I was skiing technically quite well. I was very happy with how, how I was climbing, um, which is typically a strength of mine, but I think I was climbing better than I, than I have been. Um, so that was definitely a positive of the day. What had been your goals going into the event? Um, I mean, not knowing the the field really or, you know, the first race of the year, I didn't really have any result expectations. I just wanted to feel good and fit and like I was moving well um, and moving like something that would be competitive on, on the World Cup circuit. Now, it's interesting. Uh, I've got to know what the weather was like up there because I, I actually got a comment from someone in Sweden uh, saying you guys had to be on roller skis because it was so warm. Uh, no, that's not the case. It was actually quite cold. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we had lots of natural snow and, um, it was, it was, uh, for, I don't know what the temperature was. It was like minus 11 Celsius. So that's like, I don't know, in the low teens, um, Fahrenheit and, uh, so it was pretty stable conditions, um, easy to wax for and pretty easy to ski on. So it wasn't oh, anything what's, crazy. <laughs> what's kind of your favorite temperature to compete in? Um, well, for <laughs> comfort wise, I, 
I prefer it to be like around the 20s, but I actually think I do quite well when it's cold snow. Usually the snow is a little slower when it's cold, and I think that suits my strengths. Now, we were talking a little logistics last time. What's it like when you finish an event, you've got to pack everything up and go to another country? Yeah, so that's the a little bit crazy part about what we do. It's a little bit like a ski circus, I guess you could say. Um, we have a, a pretty good-sized wax team, and they work very hard. So they do most of the hard work for us. After the race, they you know take care of all of our skis and pack them up. And we have a cargo van that carries all of our skis and equipment from one place to the next, and that travels with us for the whole year. So the wax techs will pack that all up and then start heading to the next location. And um, we usually get to spend the one last night in that location and then head out on Monday mornings. Um, so that's what we did in, in this case. And we, this was a fairly easy travel. We just drove um, back to Finland and then jumped on a bus to get to this venue. So how long are you going to be there? Uh, we'll be here until next Monday. We basically travel every Monday. And what event is coming up? Uh, so this is called the Ruka Triple. And so it's actually a mini tour. So there's three races, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And um, just like in a bike tour, um, they it's like there's a tour winner. Um, so Friday is a sprint race, a classic sprint. And then on Sunday, it's a 5K skate for the girls. And then on Sunday, they add up all of your your time from the sprint and then you get sprint bonuses um, for your placing in the sprint to kind of equal it out plus your 5k time. And then they start you, um, they call it a pursuit start. So they start you based on uh, your time back from the winner combined with those two races. And so then the first person that crosses the line is the winner of the tour. That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. When do you get to see the course and get out and uh, preview it? Uh, so we were we skied on the course this morning, um, and I've actually been here before, so it wasn't the first time I skied the course. Um, but it's there's definitely some really big ups and some really big downs on this course, so it's nice to get to be able to ski it for a few days before the races to kind of get the feel for it. And you know we've got a big holiday coming up here in the U.S. What's it like for someone such as yourself who's you know, that's kind of a big tradition. What's it like to be out of country? And and do you just kind of let the holiday go and focus on what you're doing? Or do you have a little celebration? Um, <laughs> it depends year to year. It's definitely one of the hardest parts when you start traveling over here is that, you know, you don't, you suddenly don't get all those family things or <laughs> traditions that you'd normally have. But um, even when I've been in the U.S., um, <laughs> Thanksgiving hasn't been a huge holiday for us because we're pretty much always start racing <laughs> that weekend. Um, but my uh, housemates, my roommates who are also on the ski team, uh, we we had a Thanksgiving celebration before we left for Europe. So we got our all of our you know stuffing and pie and, and all those good things that we like. But I'm sure we'll have maybe a small celebration. Luckily, uh, lingonberry jam is like a huge thing here in Finland, and that's very similar to a uh, cranberry sauce. So that's kind of how we celebrate, I guess. <laughs> Just to get back a little bit to uh, the coming up race, what's it like over three days? Because I would think that you could be facing some really variable snow conditions. It seems like a lot of extra work that goes uh, into the technical aspect. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and the weather's predicted to be, you know, right around freezing and maybe above freezing and maybe a little bit of precipitation. So um, that always makes for challenging wax conditions. Um, fortunately, that's not, um, doesn't create too much extra work for me. Um, it can create sometimes a little extra stress, but I try, I try not to focus on that part because there's not really that much you can control with the weather. Um, but definitely the techs will, I mean, I'm sure they started testing wax today and, and they'll be looking at the trends over the course of the week and test different things and try to stay really on top of it. For us racing three days in a row, the most important part is, you know, as soon as you finish that race, start thinking about your recovery and how you're going to be best recovered for the next race the next day. Now coming out of the Sweden competition, the U S women did really, really well. When did Nordic start to turn around in the U.S.? Um, I mean, it wasn't long ago. Well, I guess it was long ago for someone your age, but I can still remember <laughs> it. <laughs> when, when a lot of the Nordic team members were not very well known. And um, it's just fantastic to see the team doing so well. What do you think brought that about? Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of gone through waves over the course of history, but the women in particular have come on really strong in the last few years, and um, I would attribute it attribute a lot of it to Keegan Randall, who um, is, um, well, I guess probably the, the best um, in in the country um, historically um, as well. Well, she's taking the year off right now, but uh, she um, kind of she was the only girl traveling around on the world cup for a long time and just kept trying and trying and trying and eventually broke through and was, um, the overall world cup sprint winner winner three years in a row. And, um, that kind of success that she had, um, really kind of showed a lot of girls in the U S that it was possible to have success over here. And she really is a, a strong leader and kind of has brought a, a lot of us along with her and, and created this very strong team that we are, are all a part of now and, proud to like keep keep going in her direction are you having fun yeah it's great fun yeah I really um this place in Finland is it's kind of like living in a snow globe um it's dark and snowy all the time but um it kind of has that snow globe beauty to it so it's really fun that is such an awesome description I will never forget that about Finland (laughs) (laughs) so what the night before again you're in a, a new location Please tell me you don't have lutefisk before the start. <laughs> no, um, actually, the food here is, has been really quite good so far. So we're all very excited about that. You never quite know what you're going to get, but um, yeah, we you know we travel with a handful of comfort foods that we have in case we don't like the food when we get somewhere. But um, for the most part, we make do. You know, they always have. Well, in Scandinavia, there's always potatoes, so that's pretty easy. <laughs> um, and those kinds of things. But yeah, the food's been good. <laughs> the stage you're looking forward to most this weekend? Uh, probably the last day is a 10K classic pursuit style. I like kind of the chasing style where, you know, there's people in front of you to chase and classic is my preferred technique. So looking forward to that. Well, I wish you all the best and I wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Even though you've already celebrated it. <laughs> <laughs> I just love holidays. And I really appreciate you taking the time. Rosie Brennan, thank you very much. Thank you. Snowbound, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.